This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing Leicester City. the devil are you all i'm guessing i was i was better than i was post the last match um we needed a performance i think the result was a bit of a given uh either way to be honest with you uh did we get that performance yeah you know, a few players dropped but then they were brought on and seemed to make little difference at all 
This is the post-match show on Leicester Till I Die TV. Catch us on YouTube at Leicester Till I Die TV. And please give us a subscribe if you do. And if you're watching on ca- or listening on Catch Up on podcast platforms, Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Podcast Addict, we are all over the podcasts. And thank you very much for listening. This is where we are. <laughs> Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. And we'll start off with a quick comment here. Hello, Chris. And this is David S. Good evening, sir. We lost and I'm not happy, but I like how we played. We had purpose to our possession. And although we didn't have lots of chances, we threatened and kept resolute throughout, to be honest. Now, in the second goal, kind of knocked the stuffing out of me. Um, if, it, <laughs> if it wasn't for Casper, God knows what the score would have been. And that was the worry. Uh, but... Well, it couldn't have been any worse than Forrest. This is the post-match show, and Brad's going to be joining us straight after this. It's the Premier League post-match show with Chris with and Chris Brad and on Leicester Till I Die TV. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Well, the players strapped up, strapped in, and ready to go. So, Brad, evening. How are you, sir? Evening, mate. Uh, just, just, just trying, trying to figure out when we 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 actually kick off, mate. Because um, BT did announce that the game finished two nil to Liverpool, but from what I had, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know, had to listen to the game. Um, I only heard Liverpool, so. When when are we turning up? When 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 we kick off? I, 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 I probably, probably I mean, July. Um, you know what? You know I'm not the biggest lover of stats, but I, I I'd like to throw my hat in. In I mean, me two pence worth of a guess at possession stats would be ninety seven percent to Liverpool, two percent to Casper, and one percent to the ball boy. <laughs> you probably wouldn't be far off, to be honest with you. I mean, I I, I was watching it I'm not, on. Um... I'm going to say this now, mate. Sorry, but I'm going to say this now. I'm not fooled by that performance. I'm not performed no. by. I'm not fooled by that performance like the rest of us seem to be. I'm not. Do you not think it was a better performance than Nottingham Forest? It was a scared performance. That's what mm. that was. That was that was option A. Defend for our lot. Do you remember when Bournemouth had zero shots against Man yeah. City? And they only lost one nil. The only one wasn't. Everybody went. Yeah, but it should have been about seven. Yeah, no difference tonight. I was scared. I would. That's not the correct response for thrashing. You know, Man City away. I'd rather have scored on like that tonight because at least then we'd be. We, we were cheerful after that, were we not? Yeah, yeah. I nearly fell. I nearly fell asleep listening to Liverpool kick the ball around for ninety minutes. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not. I'm not impressed with that for response. It's a response, yeah. but we still conceded from a set piece and we still didn't do anything going forward. So where, where's the response? Where's the drive, the passion and the determination to go at Liverpool and get underneath them? Liverpool had it all day. I mean, I, 
I, I did a watch along, which you can still get on the YouTube channel, Leicester Till I Die right. TV. And I actually did it with a Liverpool fan. So it was a little bit different. There was myself and a Liverpool fan, two oppositions looking at it. And, you know, he kept saying, and he had a fair point, that we, we did have spells in the game where we were actually on top, or as much as on top as Liverpool would let us be. But it was only spells. But the yeah. thing was, you did feel that Liverpool were only in second gear. Yeah, the same we had spells is like saying a tornado only a tornado only ripped through half your house and the other yes, half still standing. Yeah. 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 I mean I didn't I didn't see it, so you know I'm not doing a tactic board today, but I actually no. did do one just in case, right? That's what it is. It's the eighteen eighty four coach, that's the halfway line, and that red thing there's the tunnel. And what the players did is they walked out the tunnel and straight in front of Casper. Because that's all we did for ninety minutes. I, I, I can understand. I can understand why, why why you're saying that. But yeah, I do feel like, although as I said, you know, okay, Liverpool might have been sat in second gear, but it was a bit of a risky game to play at one nil. But we didn't pose any threats. And I know you, I know yeah. you're not one for stats, but I'm gonna I'm gonna show these anyway. Um, just not not to wind you up. You understand? But, oh, I know because I'm actually interested in these ones. How bad they'll be. Um, 22 shots from Liverpool, five from us. That kind of does sum the game up. We, um, we, we had five shots. We okay. had five shots, yeah. Um, when we look at the passes, they had twice as many as us. They had twice as many touches. But again, I'm going mad. I'm going absolutely mad because what colour do they play in? What, Leicester or Liverpool? Liverpool. Red. What colour do we play in at Leicester? Blue. So it's, in, unless we've got the, the most colourblind players in any squad, surely when you're in a blue shirt, you pass the ball to a blue shirt. No, apparently not. Apparently you pass it to a red shirt. Um, but And that is probably why they've got so many touches. But in I fairness, mean... in fairness, we were playing with fear. Yeah, we were, and that, that's why I'm, I, I, I understand that it's a natural reaction, and I understand it's Liverpool. I take it into account, and I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably using wrong term of words here. I'm probably more disappointed that we didn't go for the fire in our bellies, get in Liverpool's faces, cause them issues, yeah, sort of approach, and we did go for this defensive one. I understand why. But I, I suppose that's what I mean. I'm more disappointed because I, 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 I'm not kidding you, mate. I, I, I spent most of the, that second half with my phone in front of me, face down or whatever, and I was listening to it like this. Mm -hmm. Just because at no point, at no point, even yes, and people might come on here and say, "Well, we did that against Liverpool at King Power, and it worked." No, no, actually, we didn't because we actually looked for creating chances. We actually looked. And kept players in the second half to try and yeah. counter them. That's how we scored the goal. I'm going to hold my hand up and I'm going to take blame for the second goal because I was a couple of minutes, well, I was about a minute all the way through behind the Liverpool fan on the stream that we were watching. And just, <laughs> just at 1 0, and just before the end of the game, I went, well, you know, 1-0, that's not bad. 2-0, would I'd probably be a little bit disappointed. I'd turn to the screen to see him go in. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Oh, I shouldn't have opened my mouth, should I? Yeah. See, I, I just blame you for all stop. You've got two watch alongs to have lost. It's all your fault. Chris out. That's what I say. Hashtag Chris out. <laughs> Good evening to Dorco, Facebook user. Although we lost, I expected bigger scoreline. Hardly no shots, no attack, little forward runs. Defence looked better, but loss is a loss. Going to Anfield would always be a hard one. Jason. Fair points, Jason. Because um, I know you're very, very, very much uh, Brendan out. It was... You know, we say this, don't we, uh, uh, Brad? Some games were given. You know you're probably not going to get anything from them. Um, And even if we were playing on top of our form like we were the last couple of seasons, we still don't get anything at Anfield. No, no. It kind of was the performance. And, yes, I don't think we were ever going to – I know what you're saying because I wanted to see him get up and get at them. You know, they don't like it up on Mr. Jones. They don't like him or Captain Mannering. That was it. They don't like him up, up on Captain Mannering. You know, but Liverpool knew that. You know, you know you've got an experienced manager there that's going to say to his players, look, Liverpool and Leicester are going to be up for this. You know, we've got to snuff this out and we've got to make sure that we don't let them get into the game. Yeah, and... but the, problem, the problem is with that statement, though, mate, is Jurgen Klopp must have been sat there after about 20-odd minutes going, oh, fuck me, I read Leicester wrong. I thought they'd be right at us. Yeah, well, but then that again, it's Liverpool lettuce. Do you know well. what I mean? That that That's the kind of question. The um, fact that they're able to stroll it out from the edge of their box all the way to halfway in our half tells me they, they were easy to do whatever they liked on that ball. Yeah, yeah. But what I was able to say before I gave up on the stream, it yeah. didn't seem to change. Well, I don't think you missed much, to be honest with you. It wasn't the most exciting. If you were neutral, you'd have probably gone off and put classic Coronation Street on. Uh, Dorco, we only had three players, Schmeichel, Indeedy and Brighton. Yeah, I mean, Schmeichel, man of the match by a mile. That's not up for debate tonight, is it? It isn't. And I think when you're goalkeeper, although we'll see what uh, Alan has to say later, but for me, when your goalkeeper is man of the match that kind of says which way the game was going. Um, Maisie, good evening, Devils United TV. Thanks very much, uh, Maisie. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the kind words. Um, Your graphics and thumbnails outstanding, as well as your channel. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Maisie. means a lot, that. Um, Rob McFarlane, KDH coming of age, performance for me. Got blue blood, well done. He he did. He He made a difference. Um, KDH hates Watford. I did well versus Liverpool. Hey, mate, you did. You did, KDH. I said that might be Mella. Um, I'm not agreeing with you both on the playing with fear. We went forward on left with Luckman and Thomas. Matters, and it's our passing that let us down. We tried to move it forward at least. It was an improvement, David. Yes, I 100% agree. We couldn't pass win tonight. That was the awkward part. As soon as we got into a dangerous position, um, we passed it to a red. Now, that's not going to get you the win. Um, We hadn't got a Vardy. That's what scares Liverpool when they see Vardy's in the team. They looked at um, uh, 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 Daka, who was obviously Vardy number two. But again, we didn't really play to his strengths. And when once he came off, Inacho doesn't play that way, and we were never going to get anything. Never going to get anything. No, you know, they're playing um, Inacho as a deep line forward. I don't understand why he wasn't. I don't understand as much as I think I agree with the comment about all Brighton. Whilst what maybe for a more attacking 
impetus and a changing shape that somebody wasn't dragged out of the midfield to go to up front. Yes, yeah. I mean, Facebook used a bit of a cop out that performance. Brendan may dress this up, but I call it a dressing down. Do you know what uh -huh. I mean? It's, it's a bit like it's a bit like putting a plaster on a broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not yeah. going to do much. And you know, I think as I think most fans will possibly look at that and go, "Yeah, it was only two 0 Yes, yeah. we did perform better than Forest, but that's not saying much because Forest was so goddamn awful. You know, it's like saying we yeah. only played minus five, where last time we played minus twenty. It's mm. going to be interesting, and I think they needed that game to maybe get out of the system because there's going to be such an atmosphere at the King Power on Sunday. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the the fans won't be making a racket, and um, for the night for the ninetieth minutes that the ball's actually in play. Well, you know, the, the two halves. I think the fans will be behind them, but I think the fans will let them know at half time and at full time. Um, you know, I, if they're not doing so well, and I fear what, for that I, game, though. Yeah, I do. I literally, literally, as 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 blessing meatloaf once said, um, uh, you know, you took the words right out of my mouth. Mm. You know, bless so, in peace, meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, get the Brad Tallis there, Facebook user. Hi, Chris and Brad Tallis. I, I uh, don't know. So maybe the Facebook user will have to explain that one for me. <laughs> we did play with Fear versus Liverpool in the Cowboy Cup when they came back in the second half and versus Spurs too. Goalkeeper man of the match. That as well. mm. uh, oh. 880 million and they still can't pass the ball to a person on the same team. Exactly what I was saying, Dorco, earlier. David Gamble, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Rob, going to be a long few months away. This is padding out. David S., I reserve my judgment versus West Ham. If we lose that one, I will have a problem. I mean, everybody, yeah, and I think a lot of people are saying, like, you know, is this the end for Brendan? You know, there's a couple on the stream, on the on the watch-along. Does Brendan go after this? I just do not, and I, and I said this, didn't I, yesterday on, on, on Doug's show, if we get rid of him now, two things: a, be careful what you wish for. Uh -huh. You know, um, you know, we, we <laughs> I know we didn't want to get rid of O'Neill, but when we did, when he did go, look at what happened there. But so, be careful what you wish for, and b, if a new manager comes in, what's he going to do? He's got the same number of players. He's got the same, well, the same, the same players. He can't, you know, he's got a transfer window. What else is going to happen with this season? And he might change things around. And you've got players trying to work out new systems. I, I just think we've, we've, we're, we're here until the end of the season, in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, maybe, um, which is very sad to hear because I, I, I don't understand Roger's logic of thinking sometimes. He... Stubbornly, rightly, however he saw it as a manager, wanted to give a period of time suitable to try and implement something else into Leicester. Because we did go through a stage and we've probably we probably fell back into that stage of being known as the team that can counter-attack you to death. Um, we'd hit you quick on the break. We wouldn't dominate the ball, but what we'd dominate is the attacking side of the game. We'd create more chances, we'd convert them. You know, if we won, it was always a high scoring one. You weren't going to contain us 
you know, at this season they just look like they just look like scared children. You know, if it, it, it almost felt, felt like they'd sent out the under twelves against full grown men, and it it worries me. It really worries me because I've been saying for weeks the way we do things on the pitch is becoming more and more anti Leicester, and sometimes sometimes in football, wise you feel you might need to freshen it up and not be too predictable all the time. Sometimes don't change what's broken. You know, you said at the start of the season, why is it Ian Acho is our top goal scorer? You know, you said this at the end of last season. Yeah. Why is it Ian Acho is our top goal scorer? For the first time in a long time, Vardy gets beaten for goal for the highest club goal scorer of that season. In a two-man formation, we sign another striker and still persist with a one-man strike force. It's not like you can't get Lutman and Barnes and Madison and Yuri into that team. I mean, if you're trying to accompany um, Dewsbury Hall into your system, then maybe you have to sit him on the bench and bring him on as a sub and an impact sub. Or maybe you have to drop Yuri or Madison, whichever, if they're not in form and, and use them that way. You can't force somebody into your team if it's completely no. affecting your deal friend. And it's really starting totally. to affect Leicester. Totally agree. And for once, the coverage that I was um, I was watching was BT, and yeah, I mean, sorry, Michael Owen, and I said this to the Liverpool guy, you know, decent footballer, absolutely shite pundit, and he actually agreed oh, with yeah. me. But I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna upset a lot of people watching now uh, when I say I actually like Robbie Savage as a pundit. I think he says it as the as it is, and he said before the game. You know, Leicester have got probably the eighth, ninth most expensive squad in the league. Yeah. So probably eighth or ninth is probably they shouldn't be disappointed with. And as fans, we I think I think it has the fact that we finished fifth for the last two seasons. Like I said to you before, you know, we're, little, we're turning into sort of Arsenal fans. Like, well, why aren't we there now? We should be there now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they're already annoyed, they're going to get more annoyed. I've actually always said I've liked Robbie Savage. At the end of the day, we loved him at the club because he was—he wasn't the most brilliant of footballers. I still no. remember the stories of when uh, O'Neill had a go at people because they passed the ball to Savage when he told him not to pass it to him because he can't—he can't play <laughs> yes. football. Yeah, but as yeah. a player, we loved him because he'd wind the opposition up, he'd get in someone's face, he'd get yeah. them going for fouls and getting cards, and we loved him. Then he left our club and he did the same with Blackburn and he did the same at Derby. You know, I also remember his infamous uh, first interview when he signed for Derby and he got asked the question, what made you come to Derby? And he goes, well, I remember when I played for Leicester and Blackburn and we used to beat them all the time. So I kind of felt I owed them something for always beating them. And it rubbed Derby fans up the wrong way. But it's because his persona, it's his personality. They actually just talk a lot of sense when he's actually... I think with a lot there. of Leicester players, or Leicester, sorry, Leicester fans, they expect an ex-Leicester player, when they become a pundit, to say that the sun shines out of Leicester City's arse. You know, he yeah, wasn't from know. Leicester. He wasn't yeah. from Leicester. He didn't only play for Leicester. So why should he? He says it. And when yeah. I've watched him, Champions League, he's always been extremely fair in, in and honest. But like he said, yeah. you know, eighth or ninth probably shouldn't, you know, anything above that. Or well, not, it's a bonus. But you know what I mean. We shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be moaning where we are now. You know, because exactly. it is. And like I said to you the other day, it's only one season. 
you know, did Liverpool fans call for Klopp's head? And when after the season when they won everything, and the next season they didn't win anything at all, they're still only finishing second. Oh, let's get rid of Klopp. They're not doing because it's a long-term project. And that's what we've got, you know, Rogers in for. Yeah, exactly. And, and and look, there's there's obviously clearly like like you know, we, we, we sit here and say with managers that, you know, there seems to be a limit on their cycle at a club where they get people, you know, managers got probably like a four a three to five year managerial span, depending on how successful yeah. it goes for them. But you, you again, we made this point in a post match, didn't we? It's the same with players and, and, and people might be and it's why I stress the point that maybe Rogers isn't getting desperate down. He actually made a very good point because I think there's a reason certain players didn't start tonight. I also think there's a reason that certain players didn't come on tonight. There, there is obviously certain groups of players that whether I, I, I don't want to say it's a down tools job because I don't like that because that's just a media rub hand job to get fans going, see, I knew it was him, I knew it was him, I knew it was him. And, and then they, yeah. they think they've known it all like they've got some inside information and they really don't. But I think sometimes, and it doesn't. I know it might not sound right, and people might not agree with me. But sometimes you join a club and you set yourself ambitions, and when you achieve those ambitions, and you you know you've put all your effort into it. I'm not saying they're lacking inspirational motivation. I'm sure they want to go out and pitch and play well. But sometimes you just you, you you exhaust yourself so much that when it's going wrong and you you know the confidence is low in the camp and and you've got players around you. I mean. They've missed some five-yard passes, Chris. Yeah. It's like yep. one of the first things you teach them as kids is to make a simple five-yard pass. And that tells you that they're they're desperately lost in a headspace of lack of confidence. Mm. So something I mean, needs I, to happen. It's why I really the West End. Towards the I mean, I mean we're looking to look at the squad starting lineup in a minute, but um, Steve from Statsman, who um, who was doing watch along with me, he said, "Oh, do you think Leicester are going to make any substitutions?" I said, "Well, who can we bring on? All we can bring on is players that we've dropped from the weekend, and we've dropped them <laughs> for a reason." And I think it was, yeah. I think it was towards the end on the left hand side, you literally had two Leicester players that were just playing past the ball. Yeah, player A passed it to B, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm like I'm from here to the wall. That's sort of the distance between the two players, and then they passed it back, and then you, and it was literally four passes like that, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You know. You but, uh, I'll answer. I'll answer for you, mate. Because I mentioned it in all my other tactical boards. All I see them practice is short distance passing. Yes. In fact, yes. Go on. In fact, if anyone after this show go and watch the Leicester training video and really read the body language, some of the players look actually bored of the same drills. Hmm. I have, but actually, I might well. do that. That's a good. That's a good point. But what did you think when this team was announced? I mean, Schmeichel in goal, um, Justin Amati, Indeedy, and Thomas. Um, and I think first of all, the fact that you've got so Sonchu and Vestergaard on the bench, and you bring a midfielder back into defence, maybe you know that will be saying to them, pick up your game, guys. Jewsby Hall and Samari, which I thought did did very, very well together. Uh, Luckman, Madison, or Brighton, and then Dakar up front. For me, Dakar, again, didn't get the proper service. But looking at that, I'd say I didn't think it was a team that was going to go and get three points at, at, at Liverpool. But it, what did you think of the team? Same as I thought every time, mate. 
every time I've seen a Leicester side, with the quality we have on paper, there isn't too many ways you could organise that team without going ridiculous, obviously, before someone puts something like, what if Cass was up front? Obviously, yeah. that wouldn't work. But in terms of putting people in their proper position and playing them where they, they prefer to be played, there isn't many lineups that Leicester don't put in front of me that I look at and go, we should really give Liverpool, Man City's a game and we should beat teams below us. And I'm sick of saying it and I'm sick of sitting here going, well, that was a crap performance or mm. there was things wrong with that. Uh, Dalka says, bored. Are you right there, Brad? The players are bored. Yeah, they looked at it. If you watch something there, they look bored. Literally, at some point, you hear him screaming instructions. And I, 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 I cannot remember the player. And I'm not going to say I think it's this one in case I'm wrong. You used to see that. See that body language, the slumped shoulders, the arms are swinging. They're like, oh, we've got to do this again. Mm. I, 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 I've been saying for weeks, Rogers, I don't know what's going on that mind of yours. I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know if you've been stuck in that mentality since Liverpool got rid of you and didn't give you the chance to correct a, a fall-away season. But, you know, we spent... We, what, what did we have, Chris? Four or five games where we didn't concede from set pieces? That was a good time, wasn't it? Yeah, I was, I was coming on to that. But I think, is there, is there a thin line between a manager being stubborn and a manager sticking to his principles? I mean, you could say Alex Ferguson was stubborn, um, but look what you know, look what he achieved. And I'm not saying Brendan's in, I'm not putting him in the same bracket as Alex Ferguson. You know, he, he was, and we have to say, love him or hate him, you have to respect and admire what what he did as a manager. Um, the problem is, Fergie, Fergie commanded respect, yeah. And you may have found that there were some United fans that when they changed, you know, you like you said, when they probably had to do a, a wholesale players retired or moved on and they had to make five or six signings and he got he got his five or six signings in and he incorporated them and he went right with these new players we can't play the old system it's not going to work so i'm going to do it if the difference is is to, between me and him is in rogers is players probably sat there going oh, this might i don't know how we're going to do this gaffer but i you know what i mean i'm not i'm not going to you know, I'm not going to judge it yet. I'm going to try and get this to work. And then surprise, surprise, after five or six weeks, they're going, actually, this, this really does work. And the difference between that and this, between Rogers and Fergie in, in, in being stubborn and allowing them to be stubborn, is Rogers has gone, right, forget the calibre of players I've got. I like to play a defensive line. I like to play passy five-yard football. I did that at this club, and I will keep doing that wherever I go. So you guys have to change and adapt to it, or you're no good to me. Whereas Alex Ferguson got these seven or eight signings, or his first bunch of lads, and probably did a training session. And went, right, the majority of my team to get the best out of them is this shape, this style of football. Not what. He might stubbornly put it on them, but he used his footballing brain. He saw what they probably didn't as a collective team. That's how mm. they to get the best out of them. What Rogers is doing is saying, this is how I want to get the best out of you. And they're going, oh, we're not that style of players. You can see it. How many times this season, Chris, or probably even in this sodden game, have did we make a pass that was too far ahead, too far behind, or completely wrong direction into a red shirt? And how many games have we seen that this season? Probably 20 out of the 20... 25 yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. But you see, what I can't get my head around is virtually the same players. Yeah. But we weren't doing... I mean, 
again, this is something BT brought up. After 20 games, three seasons ago we were second. Last season we were third. This season we're 12th. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a difficult season. I've said this myself. You know, anybody can beat anybody. Who'd have thought Burnley would have got a point at Man United? Who'd have thought Norwich would have been where they are and coming back? Uh, so it is a funny season. And we, you know, we have, you know, we've had nine. Yeah. Injured defenders at different parts of the season, but given to even taking all of that, we've had injuries before. It's just yeah. the performance, you know. We started off tonight, and I've got to be honest with you. The thing I liked is that we were, if Liverpool had the ball, we were going after them. We yeah. were getting stuck in, which we didn't against Forest, you know. Uh, so suddenly that was better. Um, but as I still at the back of my head, I've still got a little feeling, could Liverpool have taken it up a gear or two? And I honestly think that, that they could, you know. But to be fair, they probably did in that 20-minute spell when they were like, OK, this might be 1-0, but let's not rest on this because all it's going to take is if they nick a ball mm. uh, like they did. You know, there was probably a point where Klopp went, look, lads, we're, we're not even out of first gear yet, uh, but we all remember what they did to us at their ground when we were playing in first, yeah. second gear and bombarding and goals, let's not do that mistake. Let's jump up a gear, maybe go up to third gear and get that second goal and kill them off. And it, it, they did it in, in the end with, with ease. You know, if it weren't for Schmeichel, I just wonder to those fans that are actually going, oh, well, we only lost 2-0. We did defend. Okay, it was we didn't really create much for defending. I want to ask you this one. Would you be saying exactly the same if them five or six chances had gone in the back of the net and we'd be talking about a 5 6 7 nil loss? Hmm. That's how. That's that's why I'm not. Would you would you also be saying that if we just lost two nil to Norwich? Exactly. If that had been against Hmm. Norwich or Burnley away, would would we be sat here going, "That's the way to do it to get the the, that's the response I wanted to see." Yes, I wanted Hmm. to see a more reassured defensive attack, but a a defensive display, which I got to a degree, which I'm I'm not saying I'm not happy with because I was. Hmm. Like you said, though, Chris couldn't got worse on Sunday. But I wanted yeah. to see something going forward, and and there was nothing because everybody was was sat on the coach. Poor Dakar and Inuatre were the only ones out the coach. Yeah, we I did say to, to to Steve, who was doing the show with me, uh, Mike saying, "What was the game like?" You'll you'll get the gist of it from what we've been saying, Mike. Yeah, um, you know, um, you know, he he was sort of saying one nil, you know, and, and two nil. They're not good score lines to defend. But as I said, well, at one nil. There is the risk that we will break away and, and nick one. Yeah. But I couldn't see us doing that. I said, I said that's the thing, Steve. I said, yeah. I can't sit here and say I can see us see us scoring, you know. No. And I saw I saw I saw Doug. So, sorry, Chris, go on. No, go on, go on. I thought you finished. No, no, all I was gonna say, all I was gonna say was that's what when we've said, you know, you said it, that's what we wanted to see. We wanted to see a team creating chances. Yeah, that I could have lost. We didn't do. Lost, yeah, that I could have lost that game two 0 the exact same scoreline. But if we'd have had eleven chances, four on target, and they'd had, even if they'd still had the twenty chances that they had, if we'd have just shown that creativity and the urgency to do it, I'd be sat here, you know, praising them like like yes. we did in the Man City defeat, and we lost that six three for Christ's sake. You know yeah. what I mean? At least we, you know what I mean. And the thing is, this has been troubling for probably since that Spurs game. To probably probably since officially since the second half of the Brighton game, you know, ever since we took our lead on the Brighton game and with the mentality and that it's, it's got to be causing issues. It's got to be playing on the player's mind. I think 
you know, I made that statement when we won the league and we turned it around against Villa and I said that summed up both seasons because we never thought we would beat and they always thought they would beat. I'm getting that feeling that we're the Villa of that year because they yeah. never seemed comfortable. It almost, like you said, we started off well. We started off well against Forest, but the second that goal went in, the floodgates opened and we're just, if you really break that game down, let's face it, the chances they had, the scoreline could have matched it and been worse than Sunday in the end. That's that's. Yeah. I mean, that's five five attempts on well, five shots, twenty percent on target. So that's basically one. And I'm sorry, as a Premier League team, that to me that's just not good enough. It simply yeah. is not good enough. Um, and, and I like feel I say, like maybe some of them shots were a bit generous to be awarded to us. <laughs> well, possibly, possibly. I mean, I, I, I don't... Forest, I mean, Forest, sorry. Liverpool were taking pot shots a lot of the time. But I can say, if it hadn't been for Casper, God knows what the score might yeah. have been. And we can't keep doing that week in, week out. And... The problem is the players that we're going to bring back are the players that we've dropped. And Tillemans and Barnes were brought on. They made no difference. They were like for like. Tillemans came on for Samari. Barnes came on for Luckman. Yeah. No, um, no difference. No, absolutely. So you're not you're not changing it tactically. Plan B wasn't coming in. Um, Inacho came on for Dakar. Well, you've got to change. If you're playing in Acho, we know he's a different player to, to Dakar stroke Vardy. But you, you, I just think, has he brought them on? I mean, you know, even Steve said, even Steve said, like, I haven't heard them be mentioned yet. I, I'll be honest with you. It was, it, it was like Iozzi Paris syndrome. I didn't hear Barnes. I knew he came yeah. on, but. Yeah. <laughs> David, you're quite well. You're quite right. If it wasn't for Casper, we'd have lost five nil. Yeah, I will just say to Darko's comment, um, just quickly. You, you, Dakar is no Vardy. Three goals in three games before tonight. If Vardy, if Vardy was on that pitch, and got as little as the ball as Dakar did, you'd be here. Maybe not you personally, but the wood. Sorry, I, I will. I will correct that. I don't want to just aim this at him. I'd like to say, don't get too hasty on Dakar because he's got a very good record this season. Um, and he scored three goals in three appearances yeah. until tonight, which would have been four and four if he'd have managed one. But if that was Vardy on the pitch, we'd be sat here going, well, it was a service. Well, he didn't do this. What's Vardy supposed yeah. to do if he's not getting the ball? Yeah. But you can't, you could, don't, don't try and get too negative yeah. with Dakar. I know, I know yeah. it wasn't great tonight, but we would. You have to admit, Darko, maybe not yourself. Like I said, I'm not aiming this at you, but there would be fans on here going, "Oh, it's not Vardy's fault; it's the supplier." So yes, yeah, and it was. He didn't again. Didn't get the supply. Hello, Doug. You've obviously finished work now. Very happy uh, Liverpool fan there. You got a two nil win, and yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to be totally honest with you. It was deserved. I can't say that that it wasn't. David says, look how we thought we played versus Arsenal and their goalkeeper saved them from losing. It's all about perspective. We kept their open play prowess at bay. Jota scored first goal from lucky deflection. But it was still it was still from a set piece, wasn't it? It still came from the corner. Yeah. But David, you say that, but did we really? I'm you know, I make look, maybe someone will, will tell me differently because like I've openly admitted I listened to the game. But in that game, it sounded like Jota could have had four. 
and Salah could come off the bench and grab the hat-trick. That does not sound like a team that stopped Liverpool's prowess. In fact, if anything, it, it showed that Casper or Liverpool themselves stopped their own prowess because either the keeper saved it or they, 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 they missed it. I don't see that as a dif- I don't see that as a good performance of stopping Liverpool's prowess. Stopping Liverpool's prowess would be coming off to this game going, we lost 2-0 and I'm so gutted because we, we restricted them to only seven shots and two on target. They just, they just went in the back of our net. That, to me, would be stopping the prowess. Getting 20 or chances against you and having the keeper yeah. having the best game in a... You know, no, no, that's not stopping prowess. That's a keeper getting shot yeah. drills taken at him. Yeah. Facebook user there, when you're David Gamble, when you play one up front, we never score goals. Bookline, good evening, sir. How are you? Nice to see you along again. Disconnected team, no transition defence to offence. Players very rigid positionally. Luckman... Cannot link up. I think it might be a bit, bit harsh on on Luckman. I think, but um, do you know what? I mean, I forgot what I was going to say. Now I totally had it there, and it and it's gone. Oh yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's my age, guys. It's my age. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm getting closer and closer to that bus pass. I'll tell you. Um, and at least if I when I get my bus pass, I promise you guys. I'll go and go and get the bus and I'll park in front of Casper. There you go. I'll do my bit for the club. Um, but when you've got a few Barnes or a few Tillemans, and you both know that you 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 didn't have a good it wasn't just you two, but we couldn't drop everybody, but you two did not come up to the standard that we wanted from um you as players. Uh, we know that you can you can give. So when you yeah. come on and you're basically given a second chance after that performance against Forrest, I'm sorry, if I'm not getting the ball, Barnes, I'm going to get it. I'm going to fight and get that ball. Same with Tillemans, you know. Yes, all right, we know you You know you can do this, you can do that, you can pull the spectacular off and we love you. But you've got to prove to us that you that you still can play for us. Go and look for the ball. Go and get the ball. And don't just wait for it to come to you. Yeah. Although, and I'm not putting this in defence because he didn't do what was needed of him. Um, a percentage of the blame could be laid to what I previously made about Rogers, And that is, I don't understand why he feels such a need to have Tillemans playing as an anchor role. I don't, I don't understand why we played Dewsbury Hall and Samore in that double pivot role. Yet every time I've watched Leicester play with Dewsbury Hall and obviously normally Ndidi in that role and mm. and, and you're on the pitch, all three of them seem to get back. You know, I've noted many times on my tactic board that the gap we leave by being so deep and defensive between Madison, Lutman, Barnes and, and whoever's up front uh, whether it's Daka, well, mainly Daka or Vardy, um, you know, is is what's really costing us being sharp and quicker and attack and being able to not let teams set up behind us. I want, I'd rather, I'd rather see him sat on that halfway line. I'd rather, in, in, I know it might sound crazy, but I'd rather him not sprint twenty yards back to try and win the ball because then we've got no outlet. I'd rather a Dewsbury Hall, if that's his role, or a Samara, a Samari, or a Ndidi, or, or whoever, or one of the back line to pick that ball out, 
nick it off a bad pass uh, from a Liverpool player and then knock the ball 15, 20 yards forward straight to the feet of Tillemans so he can then turn and go and give it to Madison. And I, it seems so fundamentally easy. And maybe I'm missing a trick. Maybe I don't know the, the key tricks of the trade for managerial, but it seems simple fix. And I just don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I just don't understand why it's why we can't seem to fill out that gap. Is it because he's got them only working on five yard passes and now they're incapable of not only doing that but making anything further? Yeah. Because, David, congratulations, mate. 89. I hope I survive to be 89. I'll tell you. Following Leicester, I don't know if I will be. Mike, just on, on that point that you were just making there, Brad, Rogers at fault tonight? Uh, a little, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think, obviously, look, we're talking probably more individual performances than we're talking. And overall performances, there was obviously players that, that, that didn't come in and do the job. Um, but for me, Rogers hit, hit the wrong response button. He had two choices tonight. Take little pull on and prepare for a, a high-scoring defeat. Mm. Um, or play exactly how we did. Try and make sure we don't get thrashed tonight. And we got a lot of fortune in not getting thrashed tonight. And a great performance by um, England, uh, Leicester, I won't say England, then Denmark and Leicester's number one in Casper. My, my biggest problem is, is what's that expression, Chris? If you don't buy a lottery ticket, you're never going to win a lottery. Yeah. And at no point denied did we even look like we brought one for a practice draw, let alone the actual main event. We didn't buy a ticket. And that's what that's where I think he got it wrong. I I could understand trying to soak it up, you know, frustrate Liverpool for the first 25, 30 minutes and then spring it. That's mm. fine if we'd have done that. But at no point could I tell by the way the commentators were speaking and where and what how easy Liverpool coasted from their own half into our half. Did I think, okay, we're we're stepping it up now. But you know, at no point did I hear us like break away and suddenly we were on a three on four attacking. At no point did I hear something like that to make me suggest that we we were springing that trap on Liverpool. It just felt like, like I said, and I compared it to the Bournemouth Man City game from a few seasons ago. It felt like a let's make sure we somehow don't get beat four or five nil tonight. Yep. No, I I, I, I agree. And just looking at um. We'll just bring bring this in. This this is how things um, stand at the moment. Uh, so here we are. Um, so we are we're on twenty six points. We're sat in twelfth. Um, won seven, lost nine. We are nine thirteen points off sixth, um, but. We are also um, only really off ever uh, off Norwich. We are nine points off off eighteenth. I, I mean, I, I think there's three worse teams than us, you know, and it is very very hard to to judge Leicester on this because it was Liverpool, you know, and yeah. You know, I think I think Sunday will be more of a test. I'm just I'm glad in a way they've had the Liverpool game rather than it being a Norwich tonight. Because if we'd gone out and lost to a Norwich, no matter how well we'd played, you, you, the writing's on the wall. You yeah. know, but uh, I think I don't think we're going to be dragged into a relegation fight because I think there's teams that are actually worse than us. But <laughs> you know, when you look at that, when you look at that, 
you can see you can see there are there are problems and it's just yeah. the case of is Rogers the man to sort of take us forward? Like I say, for me, he gets to the end of the season. Let's see if we've got some money to spend. Let's see, you know, we know Tillemans is going to be leaving. Let's see who else leaves and let's see sort of, you know, who he brings in. And then if December it's not working, I think that is when we have to make the uh, the break personally. Uh, yeah. It's KDA, a smart decision as well. Yeah, that, that for me would, would work. Can we steal Nathan Jones from Luton? <laughs> um, says KDH. I've Tell me about him. I don't know anything about him, um, KDH. Uh, Brad, we did that many times. We had breaks, but we were called back offside. So you could say that was the player's fault. We should have had more penetration, but think you're you both are judging them too harshly. I mean, I mean, I, I, I get Dave's point to a thing. Yeah. I, 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 I just think both the players and the managers went about it the wrong way. I mean, it's you, you might say in that sense that the players were offside. So every time we actually did break away, but that's because Liverpool had had so much time on the ball. They were allowed to press so high on our defensive mm. line. That their defence was high as well. And because we had very little to any blue near their defensive line, when we were scrambling the ball away and looking for an out there, the ball was played through, which had we been attacking and they'd been, you know, the only way we were going to score past Liverpool tonight is if their defence literally fell asleep from here, from seeing their midfield and attackers pass it yeah. freely between themselves. Because the reason they were offside, mate, is because Liverpool kind of going, Oh fuck me! Oh yeah, yeah. They've 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 actually come at us, and then by that point, well, they got the ball and they got so frustrated waiting. That, you know these these players, these attacking mining players, right? As soon as they see that ball coming in their direction from a clearance or, or, or a quick pass out, they're on it. They're gone. They're wanting that ball. They want that ball thread through to them. They want it quickly. And because there was such a big gap between the defence and midfield, or oh, there were so many numbers back that we didn't have any bodies in front of that 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 very rigid defensive line they weren't able to do that so when Madison's so used and almost programmed in autopilot these players to do their run and make their in initial run which you, you're drilled to do every mm. club does it you're drilled to do that when they kind of can't you know they you kind of have to take the blame a little bit as a player because then you should read the situation a bit more and weirdly enough drop back so then you can still accelerate and not be offside in a situation yeah. but at the same time when you're expecting the ball there and you're expecting your team to actually show a bit of a attacking emphasis and, and want to get out that box you can understand why these players were then getting triggered offside yeah. I mean to be fair one discrepancy I thought play should be either immediately stopped if it's clear offside or the, the play is allowed to continue and then if he tucks the ball on the net and VAR goes that he's offside it's immediately ruled out. I I wasn't a favour of seeing players bust the gut to get yeah. the ball to then the flag go up, but that that's that's we both said the same same in the watch along. But yeah. we're gonna have a look at um how Alan who was there uh, and apparently and I and I don't like to give anybody sort of the, the, this publicity but apparently there were Liverpool gangs that were waiting to ambush Leicester fans. Um, if that is the case, then let's just hope that the blame yeah. is laid at the right door because uh, the moment yeah. um, we seem to be the, 
the uh, the, the the blame all. We're gonna have a look at it, what he what he says straight after this. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester till I die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Yeah, please do subscribe to the channel if uh, you're not watching on YouTube. Get onto YouTube. It's Lester Till I Die TV and give us a sub. So this was Alan, um, who was probably trembling when he uh, <laughs> when he when he typed the details in. Um, but he's given Brendan six, um, the players six, but his man of the match, and he didn't have a bad match, but. He he went for Luckman, which surprised me very well because I think we both agreed, Brad, that Schmeichel was the outstanding player. Yeah, I don't think it's fairly obvious. The guy made about seven, eight saves in that second half alone. Yeah. I mean, he made about four off solid. He was only on goddamn pitch for fifteen minutes. Um, but if you're talking outfield wise, I, you know I'm, I'm a big fan of Lutman. I like his drive. I like his determination. He's not the finished product by a mile, and there's definitely things on his game that he he lacks or he needs to work harder on. But as a player that shows his commitment, considering he's also a lone player, and we know what people tend to think of lone players when it's not going well, they tend to get a bit bored, not interested, and they're going to yeah. go back to their club, or they. You know, he's still showing that effort. He's showing that desire to keep playing. He's he's still keen to impress Rogers. So he clearly seems to be having some intention to want to maybe make this move back to the Premier League a permanent one. Um, but I'm surprised that Alan didn't give the overall man of the match to Schmeichel. Maybe he was getting a bit bored as we were of giving it to the same player because for the last three weeks, I think we picked James Justin. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, um, looking on the um, BBC um, one here, yeah, I mean, for Leicester, Schmeichel was top. Uh, Madison or Brighton, Justin, indeed, Dewsbury, Old Tillemans, Inacho. Luckman was right down there, uh, Alan. Dakar, Amarty, Barnes, Thomas, and Sumare. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, everybody's entitled to opinion, but I mean, I look at that and thinking Sumare wasn't that bad, and nor was Tom, no, he but, wasn't. You know. But again, you didn't really hear of him because he wasn't able to really impact the game in a way you expect him to, which would be to turn and start the attack, really. That's the one where, that's the sort of role that he plays where, yes, obviously you're expecting to do the job where he, he makes tackles, he makes blocks, but because the ball was always given away by whoever it fell to, he wasn't able to be the person that they pass it to to, to give it to Yori or give it to Juju Hall to, to, to go at it. And because we yeah. played the way he did, his role was kind of, very much what it says in the middle of it. He played the defensive part of the central defensive midfield role yes. tonight. So, yeah, yeah tomorrow wasn't bad at all, to be honest with you. So, I mean, past the um, sorry, the post-match interview with Brendan after the Forest game was a little bit nothing to do with me. It's everybody else's fault sort of thing. I mean, just reading between the lines here... Uh, Leicester City manager Brendan Rodgers to BT Sport. Tonight was not just about the result, but about restoring pride. Um, you saw the supporters clapping the players off. They gave everything and had moments of quality. We kept a really tough team in it until the very end. We just lacked that bit of care in the final third of the pitch. Otherwise, we could have made more chances. Uh, I mean, to me, I think he's building his he's building it up a bit. To be honest with you, I mean, yeah, but that that is also his job, and that's probably a more natural Brendan um, interview. And look, 
you know, to kind of make, you know, kind of take on account of people's other opinions of the game, which is fair because I, I have to admit, I only listened to it and, it, you know, I got a different interpretation of the game to others. For the, I will say this, whilst I was disappointed and frustrated that that's the way we went about it, I will agree that I can see why fans are, are a little bit happy because at least they, at least for the majority of the game, you know, they played part of the boss very well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It might have not been the most prettiest and it might have been boring and it might have been very resolute part of the boss, but... For for the majority yeah. of that game, they they did do it well. It's just not the response I was after for tonight. That's probably why I'm more defense and, and yeah, yeah, a bit more critical. He goes, on, he goes on to say you have to be tight and organized when and when you have the ball, have the courage to play. And I thought the boys did that. I think our two centre halves did great. Wilfred indeed he got caught in the pack for the first goal, and Virgil Van Dijk had a free header. It's been an ongoing problem for us. It's definitely an area we can improve on. I think would, we've been saying would, that since week one about our defence, haven't we? <laughs> would potentially improve in it. And I know he, he does have a bit of a leap on it. But this has been a point that I've heard commentators on the game when they've been live saying, I, I know a few Leicester fans have said this. I'm glad we've gone back to man marking. Of course, that's one problem we've solved. But one problem we've, we've seen to revert back to is with the greatest res of respect... Virgil van Dijk's a bit of a tall bloke for a centre-back, isn't he? He's not exactly yeah. lacking in height. Why does it seem that every time I've seen us man mark a set-piece, we put our shortest players? I've seen it with Thomas as well, mark their yeah. tallest. I, I, I never never wrap my head around that. I know, I know, yeah. you know, that means people might say, well, that means we've got our Vestergaard on a bitch. But as Craig kindly pointed out before, Vestergaard doesn't have any sense of his own ability aerial threat in the way you'd expect him to with his height but you know we move I mean my, my yeah. theory is that surely we could put someone a little bit taller than Ndidi to mark their most dangerous threat yes yes um, it goes on you have to grind it though um, the players are much happier with that performance and the spirit it's a challenge after a challenge when you get that consistency with centre backs it gives you balance and unfortunately that's been difficult for us we will keep pushing and take that spirit into the next weekend. I mean, like I say, it was all—it was a, literally a case of did what we had to do. Yeah, and I, you know what? I, you can clip this yourself. Somebody can clip this. Maybe Dark Darko, if he's still there, will be interested in clipping this for what I'm about to say. You know what? If tonight's performance was a plan and they're all in agreement, that's the way they're going to try it. Damage limitation, try and get really lucky and maybe nick an attack in it. And in the end, they've kind of got mm. not a beat in, but they haven't got that chances. And the yeah. plan was to, you know, if they have gone in that dressing room and, and, and obviously they're not going to be happy because they've, they've lost the game, but if they're happy mm. that they feel like they did exactly what was asked of them in terms of the defensive duty, minus the two goals, and they're feeling a bit more confidence for it. If they come out on Sunday and play the way I asked them to play today and go out West Ham and we go and beat West Ham 3-0 or 1-0 or whatever, the happy yeah. days, I'll take it. I, you know what? Fair dues, Brendan. If that's if that's where you're doing it, it's a stroke of genius, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure David and Darko will be reminding me of this if we go and beat West Ham <laughs> on Sunday. So, you know, David sure will be saying that's why he held judgment and Darko will be saying that's what you yeah. get for being so harsh on them. So I, I'll happily yeah. take it if he gets us three points on the board. Yeah. 
and I know we, we always say we prefer to have the, 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 the points on the board than the, the, the games in hand. But, you know, we've played 21. We've got uh, – we are only two points behind Southampton, but we've got two games on Southampton. Uh, Palace are only one point behind us, but they've played two more games than us. Uh, Brentford, they're three points behind us, but they've played uh, more games than us as well. Um yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, they played three more games than us. Brentford, Leeds have played a game more. Uh, Everton are the same. So you know, it's not. You know, it's the, the season's far from over. I know the Burnley game's been rearranged for the first of March, so we, we've got that another midweek game there. Um, we've got Europe coming back next week. Yes, we do. And <laughs> the the um, Randers FC or FC yeah. Randers, whatever it is. Against, um, against, the, against the the Dutch, is it Dutch League? I think it is Denmark. Yeah, I think, isn't it? Denmark, Denmark, yeah, uh, Denmark. I, I, why did I say Dutch? I meant Danish. I, it, I begins, it begins with D, so we'll let yeah. you off. Oh, yeah. but I was going to say that, yeah, the Danish Rangers, as I call them, because that's that's <laughs> because of the name, yeah. say nothing to do with their ability, yeah. And I think really. I, I'm not going to say I'm going to be totally changed my mind, but do you know what? If we lose to them, then oh, well, I think the, the knives will be, happens, especially if Sunday goes badly. Yeah, the knives will be out. So, um, yeah. and you know, see, maybe this is all part of Roger's cunning plan that we beat West Ham and then we go on and win, go on to win the Europa League conference, and we have a great end to the season. Yes, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Dorco we'll says there, put Justin on the wing. I, would, I had Piero on the wing when I finally got 11 players on the pitch. Because, of course, my, when I picked the team yesterday on Doug's channel, I only had 10 players. Oh, um, yeah. You know, but then, <laughs> and in fairness, so did you until yeah, you, you counted. I was just about to say, I was never more happy to go first because I did my count and went, oh, yeah, I can get into Dewsbury Hall in this team. <laughs> yeah, I did it and uh, anyway, one man that's happy talking about Doug. Good evening, young man. Uh, a happy chappy, keeping on the coattails yeah. of Man City. Yeah, that's that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do is basically just keep on the keep on the race, um, keep it as long as possible. But um, no, I mean, from what I'm hearing, apparently it was one-way traffic. And as I said on my stream yesterday, I thought Casper Schmeichel would have had a busy game, and it turned out he did. No, bad. Yeah, he really does. He really did, mate. I mean, look, all credit to Liverpool. You fully, fully deserved it. I just, I'd rather Alisson have scored from two goal kicks than Diego Jota. I think I made my disdain for him very clear in Carabao <laughs> Cup victory. And there, there, it it is your fault. Mate. It is your fault, Brad. You jinxed it. Yeah, Diego Diego Jota's on the hit list. He's up there with Kane and Rudiger and players like that because he always finds a way to score passes. Um, but no, you know, you did deserve it tonight. I mean, it was no short exaggeration to say that Salah came off the bench and could have grabbed the hat-trick. So we were probably fortunate mm. in the scoreline ourselves. You know, we, we've had games throughout the last couple of years where we've gone the scoreline flat at them. And tonight you, you probably could be sat there Probably the only blotch or frustration you might have is is it was only two two nil. You know your mm. your new guy Louise didn't look like he'd never played. You know looked like he'd been playing in the Premier League for years. Um, you know Jota could have had four. You know, and like I said, <laughs> Salah could have had three coming off the bench. So 
you know, maybe, maybe our positive is your is your negative. I don't know, but you've thoroughly deserved three points today. We definitely, unlike King Power, we didn't deserve anything from this game. No. And, and I think, in fairness to, to Liverpool, you, you you were only ever in second, third gear. You did have another couple mm-hmm. of gears that you could have right. gone up if if I think if you needed to. Um, yeah. Which maybe flattered us a little bit because maybe because you were only playing in second or third gear, maybe then Brad, we look better than we actually were. Well, you're being generous. I don't think Liverpool got out of neutral. I think they only took the handbrake off at half time because they thought, <laughs> uh, you know, in fact, you, you'll know this better, probably better than Doug unless you actually watched the game. But it was in early in Bren, Brendan's tenure and. Um, he probably does remember it because it's actually a painful game for Doug, if he remembers it. Do you remember that game at the Etihad where Vincent Company had to score a screamer in like the 88th minute to beat us and we played with like nine at the back? And then ultimately, yeah. obviously, the reason I just thought that you might remember it is because obviously that was literally the point difference that, that stopped Liverpool doing something quite phenomenal that year. Um, yeah. That felt like that, but even worse. Because even then, at least in the actual, I had a chance to miss a sitter in that game. We did. I didn't even feel like we was going to get a miss sitter in this yeah. game. So that's even more credit to Liverpool, to be fair. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Um, was it Lookman? Someone. Someone had a, sh- a shot, and Allison saved well. But apart from that, mm. I, I heard Allison had nothing that. to do. No, yeah, he, he, he did a couple of saves, but at the end of the day, there, there was a gulf between us. And mm. I think I think in the Premier League generally, you know, you've got that top three, four, and then you've got the rest, if you like. Yeah. And we have almost almost got three divisions within the Premier League itself. Um, mm. And I, and I know I know fans don't want to hear this, and and it's easy to write the season off so far. But like I say, we, I don't think we're going to get into Europe. I don't think we're going to get relegated. I just think we need to go all out for the Conference League and do our yeah. best. And I think apart from Roma, I think we can go all the way in there if we've got the mindset right. And I think sorry, I think the thing is from what from looking at the table like I, I was obviously watching when I was like on the way home and yeah. You're in 12th place but this is a very congested league this season. Like everyone is beating everybody. Yes. Um, you know, your season's not going to be defined on defeats against City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Mm. It's going to be defined on the teams in and around you, your Southamptons, your Brightons. I feel that you can still gain something out of this season. Um, and even then, you know, you could easily go on a good run. West Ham on Sunday is a very difficult game, but that is a game that you could look to be, you know, maybe getting something from because West Ham. I know they've, I know they scraped one 0 against Watford, but they haven't exactly looked the best, and they are looking a little bit tired. A lack of, mm. um, a lack of investment is what they, what is wrong with West Ham. So I think, I think you can go into that game with a little bit of hope that you can maybe get something out of that. Indeed, and. I think as well, um, West Ham, to me, is the more important game than tonight. I mean, the fact mm-hmm. that we had Liverpool following that debacle was a kind of, it was like a get-out-of-jail-free card because, however, even if we played to our best, we were never going to, you know, we've not been beating you at Anfield for 
years. So I think it was a kind of a, a sort of, oh, God, it's Liverpool. At least let's try and do a performance. On on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, when, when, when the Amers arrive, we've got to be up for that. And yeah, we've got to massively. give the performance that we gave tonight plus even more. Would you not agree, Brad? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, Doug, Doug makes um, a very good point about West Ham. You could, you could almost say they're, they're currently um, doing a Leicester for the yeah, last two yeah. years. They've got yeah. to this. They, mm-hmm. they seem to have got to the second half. And it has something that I've, I've made a note of over, over the predictions and when I've been on other shows discussing West Ham being the team that are going to do a Leicester and maybe, you know, give up on that top four, give up that top four spot and, and kind of drop into Europa League, which is not a disgusting thing at all. Like it was made like that to be like the biggest catastrophe at Leicester last season and the season before. Um, yeah. But it obviously isn't really. So yeah, I think maybe this is one of them games where we go into that game and and, and West Ham will come into it from the media side being the favourites, uh, but then we want into making sure they build on that tricky one nil win uh, against Watford. And, and like you said, this could be the point where all this doom and gloom suddenly comes to an end and it starts on Sunday because Leicester go and get a big victory and it's almost seen as out of nowhere. And, 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 you know, we have to remember we then do have games with teams, like you said, Doug, where, granted, I prefer them to be more at home, but I think we've got mm-hmm. a fairer match of these games. But we have got your Norwiches. We have got your, you know, your Everton's. We've got your Leeds coming round again. And we, yeah. we've got a run of fixtures where if we can just get it click. In, in a way, especially in a manner if it's like a big victory, like a 2 or 3 nil, yeah. we still don't think it's going to happen. And I, I think I think that's the one way to look at it, is that you have got games coming up where you can basically you know, get points. Everton are looking in big, big trouble. Uh, like I, I don't know, I don't know if you or Chris yeah. will agree with me. I don't think they'll go down because I still think, I, I think there's still three teams that are worse off than Everton, but they're bang in yeah. trouble. So, Get a result against Leeds. Get a result against Everton. Then you're pushing your way slowly, slowly up, yeah. up the league. I still think there's points to be won uh, in this in this season. Um, there's still a long, long way to go. Um, and as we say, as I said earlier, it is a very congested league. You know, I think you're only you've got 26 points. I think Southampton have got something like 30 points. You know, you're only four points off tenth. So. There is something still to be gained out of this out of this season. Yes, I know Arsenal won tonight, but what's the guarantee that they go and you know win win again next week? You know, it's mm. it's it's a very very congested league, and I I still think there is lots to be played for before the end of the season. Well, talking about a congested league, just doing the prediction league here, because of course Brad was Brad was doing the Man City. He was he was well ahead. Um, I've got to be honest with you, Steve got a couple of points and he didn't even take part because I just went through and we knew that he was going to go against Tottenham and against uh, Arsenal. Yeah, one of his yeah. yeah. Of course, he got the point with the, the Southampton. He didn't get the point against Arsenal. But yeah. I was just filling in for him, thinking, right, which way is he going to go? And I actually did almost <laughs> as well for him as I did for myself. But, Brad, this week, well, last week you got nothing. You got zilch, zip, let, let, zero. Yes. Let me you have know. a go. You know you did better. Yes, you got one. You got one, one point. Uh, you are now on eighty-eight points, sir. Coming up behind, 
and I don't like to say, you know, that I will be careful what I say about that, but I'm on 87. Oh, so, I, actually, I, that, that just shows I'm the truer fan of Leicester. I've been sat top of the perch all the season. We get, we're getting to this stage <laughs> now. I'm, I'm throwing it away. Alec, just call me, call me Brad Rogers because that's might as well be my name. I'm doing it for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to play better than you, mate. Well, I, can, I tell you what, you know, talking about, you know, doing that, when, when we do the, I'm just trying to find it here, when we do the prediction league with the ex-players, I actually was top last season. But this season, because I won't vote go against my team, I am bottom because I've never gone for a mm. loss. Where Steve Linitz has got three points, Ian Wilson has got three points, Tags, Walsh and Marshy have all got a point. I've got a big fat zero and I'm still sitting bottom because I won't go against my team uh, that much. <laughs> uh, I did go for the 1-1 and for a while it was on, but um, there we go. Um, Mike just says big up doe. Um, so <laughs> he obviously means you, Doug. Um, Dorco says here if Leicester had as much money as Liverpool, it could have been a draw. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as, as to quote Gino to camp, no, Gino, what's he called? The chef on TV. You're right. My, yeah, my mother had had bike, uh, had, had wheel, should have been a bike. <laughs> one of the great classic lines ever uh the denmark super league yeah um dog thanks so much i can see you still in your coat two two bus rides home for you from work that's dedication man um, oh my absolute absolute pleasure it's, it's always yeah. a pleasure coming on your channel always a pleasure to speak to you speak to brad um as well you're, you're doing a fantastic uh Fantastic job on this uh, on this channel. So ho yeah, I hope it I hope it grows as much as you would like it to. And obviously, I know I know we'll probably speak um, more during during the rest of the season. But I just want yeah. to say, I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. I do Thanks as well, and you. So. Thank you very much. Yeah. And just do me a favour and stuff Chelsea in the uh, Caribou Cup. Yeah. Oh, I really hope. Well, I really hope we do. Yeah, yeah. I really hope Before we do. Before you go, though, you've you've got your uh, Twitter handle there. Um, give that details about your channel as well. Yeah, my YouTube is is the Dugout Football Channel. I'll be I'll be live tomorrow about one o'clock. I'm doing a prediction stream with. I, I I think you might know him, Paul from the Tune Review. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. So I'm d doing yeah. doing that tomorrow. So uh, yeah. if anyone's around at one o'clock, then obviously come and join me for that. Yeah. That is my Twitter handle is Enrod underscore ninety nine two. Instagram is Douglas Horn, and I'm also on Facebook at Douglas James Horn. Yeah, I am not sure when you're next due on, but of course you will probably be on our weekend roundup as well in in the coming weeks. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I've I've. Yeah. I've uh, I yeah I uh, I've been kind of I've been kind of looking down down the down the dates. I think it's potentially either not next Monday, but maybe March. I could be completely wrong about that, but um, I, but no, I, just... I make it up as I go along, depending on who's available. So, <laughs> mate, all the best for the rest of the season. Like I say, do us a favour, stuff Chelsea, and uh, and good luck in the Carabao Cup. Thank you. I'll see you later. Take care, Cheers, guys. All the best. Yeah, Take man. care. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Great guy, great channel. Make sure you follow him. I think you've got a fan here, Brad. Media Man Productions. Brad is a very sexy... Well, Brad is a sexy man. Sorry, you're not very sexy. You're a sexy man. Well, uh, thank you very much for the compliment. <laughs> whoever, uh, whoever that is, Med Media Man Productions. Well, um, 
Well, all I can all I can say is that, uh, to to media man productions uh, that there's probably someone out there giving you evils right now that you that you may may or may not know. That just <laughs> well, I say um, at the worry that the fact that he said you're a sexy man and he's called media man productions. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions at all. I mean, he doesn't want Chelsea to be stuffed, so he's obviously a Chelsea fan. Oh, oh. <laughs> hi, Jack. <laughs> so you know who it is. Do I you? think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. So yeah, I'll leave that there. <laughs> if, it, if it's a Chelsea fan, I know who it is. Yeah, that, I, I was trying to figure that out. I thought it might have been. Do uh, we get? Do we start going? Jack and uh, Bradley sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. No, maybe not. <laughs> he says you know who. He says you know who. Yeah. <laughs> JJ, thank you so much. Chris is sexier. Can I just say you should have gone to Specsavers. You really should. <laughs> but thank you. But I think uh, I think you do need the more, you need the glasses more than I do. Um, and uh, hi, mate, he says. And uh, I'm going to leave this. This is going to be the last comment because I don't think we will. We could top this if there's a comment of the of the show. If there's a prize for it, I would give it to you, Chloe. Brad is the sexiest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we will. We will leave that there, Brad. Your Twitter account is in the description below on YouTube. Um, just read it, and we've got it there, but just say where people can follow you on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know why you would, uh, unless you really want like to watch me lose at quizzes or talk on this show, but it is full-time focus. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's where I share all my content, try and waffle things that make sense when I'm not posting where I am and what shows I'm at, but yeah. Just oh, at full time focus. It's all one word. There's no one to score something like that in there. Uh, so she's enough to find. And I did say Chloe's was the last one, but uh, I don't think you can better that one. Drop the OnlyFans, Brad. I'm saying nothing, Your Honour, in a court of law that doesn't stand up. If, uh, if if I start a um, Lester Till I Die love site, a dating app. <laughs> well, I've been taken off the market, mate, I'm afraid. I, it's safe to say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, JJ, this, this is getting weird now. This is getting weird. But those that know, know where Brad's true feelings are. Mate, uh, have a good night. And I no will back tomorrow mate. at 7. You're joining me at 7 for the preview. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, yeah. I am. Just in case you forgot, which is quite possible. <laughs> Mate, yeah, I, I had to finish you. I, I, I didn't forget, but I more forgot what date it was. I keep forgetting that we're on a yeah. Thursday. It's weird playing on a Thursday. And it's not like a Europa League game. So I know, it's like, I know. And I'm going yeah. to have to have you because we've got Jake on. Oh, oh, that was fun then. <laughs> the Mauritius Minor, or whatever they call him. Uh, he, he's, he's just... He'll, he'll bite your ankles, and that's because he is only three foot nothing. He is 14, but I, oh, I, I need to, just, to take him on. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. If he's watching, get these quiz questions ready. I'll, I'll, I'll host it. No, <laughs> no. I, I did one quiz the other night because I was sucked into doing it. 
Uh, and, I, and I did okay. And I was up against two Liverpool fans, in fairness. So they had twice the chance. It was like it was like um, blockbusters. <laughs> two of them up against me. And, and I took it to a... I did take it to a tie break. So I was reasonably proud about that. Doug, oh, Doug. Brad, as always, thank you very much, sir. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on. And uh, I will see you tomorrow at seven. Take care, buddy. Andrew, mate. I'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. Do make sure you go and give him a follow at Full Time Focus on Twitter. And uh, he, he is a star. Um, <laughs> Keith, I was sucked into doing it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, there was no no warning. But then again, like I say, I've been running from Jack, the West Ham fan, and he's 14. I've been running away from doing a quiz against him for half the season. So. <laughs> Well, 2-0. Uh, you pay your money, you take your choice. Some people say that was a better performance. Some people say, do you know what? It wasn't because Liverpool didn't get out of, say, first, second gear. All I know is, he's not called the stick, but all I know is that it is going to be a cauldron. Excuse me. It's going to be a cauldron at the King Power on Sunday, it's a 4.30 kickoff. It is on Sky, and the atmosphere, I honestly feel, is going to be electric. Because if the players and whatever do not turn up and put a performance in against West Ham, I dread I dread to think what the reaction will be. But we've got that to look forward to. Thanks. For, if you watched the watch along earlier, thanks very much. That's still on the channel. If you do get a chance, please go onto the uh, YouTube site, Leicester Till I Die TV, and give us a subscribe. It means a lot. It does mean a lot if you can subscribe to me. Thank you so much. And if you're listening to this on uh, Catch Up on uh, Spotify, Amazon, Apple iTunes, Google, Podcast Addict, or whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on, Thank you so much for listening, and thanks to everybody that was in the chat. I'm going to give a special shout-out to JJ, who said I was sexier. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Spec savers tomorrow. <laughs> See you all tomorrow at 7. Stay safe. Good night, guys. Lester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.